0: hi everyone welcome to episode 60 of mother industrialist live show where we talk about entrepreneurship parenting and life in this episode we are going to talk about the journey of entrepreneurship to mompreneurship hi everyone i'm kenneth i'm the host and also the author of mother industrialist so this is my book mother industrialist So in my book itself, I've interviewed 15-month that I've personally known in the past 10 years and um, I've interviewed them and featured them at the same time to share their stories out to all the mothers uh, who are aspiring to be entrepreneurs. And uh, in the book, I've also shared with them the three P's which is passion, purpose and profit for them to craft and build their business. So today it's not about me and not about my book uh, I have this really awesome guest that I've been connecting with her I know that uh, she's really really busy I'm so glad that she has made time uh, to come onto the show and uh, she's uh, she's someone that i uh, have been, been introduced by a mutual friend uh, by Fahan and uh, Fahan has been really really nice and said of you need to connect with uh, this really awesome mompreneur you know, uh, women entrepreneur, you need to connect with her because she she's, uh doing what you are really really doing, uh, both of you have a lot of synergy, so today I'm really really excited that I finally got her onto the show, and she's a founder and MD of Rendior and HER Entrepreneur, and without further ado, let us welcome Renee Tan. hi Renee, hi hello, hi Kenna, yeah, thank you for having me. Uh, thanks for making time uh, to come onto the show. Uh, as I mentioned to you that um, there's a tradition in this uh, modern Industrialist live show that every guest gets to post the question of the day out to the audience and also to the next guest. So are you ready to answer the question of the day posted by the previous guest? I hope so. Okay. <laughs> you will, you will. Try me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so the question of the day posted by the previous guest is what do you think about moms doing network marketing? Okay, spend some time to think about it uh, while I go on to Facebook Live and see if you are live successfully. So, you got the question? Okay. Okay, think about it. Uh, I'll come back to you. Okay, so Rene, uh, do you have the answer to the question mm-hmm. of the day?
1: Uh, okay, my answer. There's nothing wrong with, um, well, network marketing is a form of a marketing channel. Um to to reach out to more clients to grow a business. There is no right or wrong. It's just a channel, right? Um, and who does it? It doesn't matter whether you're a mom, whether you're just, uh, um, even if you're not a mom, it doesn't quite matter. It doesn't matter who. And you know, to me, there's nothing wrong. So. Yeah, to me, you know, any form of marketing is a way to get um, outreach, to get your message across, to sell your products to a certain group of people. But of course, network marketing, there could be some um, uh, connotations to some people. It may not all be positive, but that's because of how it's been run, right? So... Um, it is supposed to help you grow your business, but if network marketing means um, getting your families, friends, relatives on board, forcing them to buy things that they don't need, then uh, then there's something wrong. But other than that, network network marketing itself, there's nothing wrong. It's just a mode of selling, yeah,
0: okay. Thanks a lot for uh, your answer to the question of the day, and now we can officially kick start with the show, Renee. So maybe um, before we uh, can uh, can start to um, talk about what, our, what is our topic for today, maybe you can do a short introduction of yourself. What were you doing previously before you started your business, and what are you currently uh, doing, uh, for especially for the audience who are new to you? So maybe you can do a short introduction of yourself.
1: Before I started my business, I okay, my background is pretty varied. The very first career, I was into stem cell research. So I was killing mice, uh, doing experiments, testing on different drugs. Um, You know, with that vision that one day I could save lives, right? With that vision that uh, we could make an impact to people. However, we all know that uh, research is a long process. We haven't even reached a clinical trial. And even if you have reached clinical trial stage, it takes 10 years for clinical trial to, you know, to be complete. So I'm a person who wants to see um, things come to fruition. Mm. And I left that industry, the life sciences industry, And then I pursued um, uh, different majors all together. So I did a double major in psychology and marketing. Mm. And after which I went into B2B media. Mm. So we serve clients from multiple sectors, from life sciences, healthcare, to mining, to supply chain, um, private banking, hedge funds, power, electricity, and many others across Asia. So my role was, um, when I first started, I was more of a producer, content producer, and then uh, went on to do sales. And then I was heading the, the team, um, projects first, and then the team, the entire team for for uh, some of the sectors. And I um, was doing that for quite a while. And um, after which, uh, I was transiting, okay, or transitioning to um, to the next phase of my life, which was to get married. So mm-hmm. I, I kind of uh, left the um, previous role about three weeks before my wedding because mm. I never had time to plan. Mm. Uh, I was so busy with the traveling and um, managing uh, projects that I never had a chance to take a break. So I thought, you know, um, since I'm going to, start a family later on, you know, I have to make sure things are right at Mm -hmm. the onset, you know, so I have to be committed to my partner as well. (laughs) Right. So um, I took a break and um, I decided to maybe, you know, at that point in time um, to pursue in training development. And I um, got myself certified as an actor uh, trainer. Mm -hmm. And then I, I got, I've, um, you know, trained companies, um, in schools, institutions. Up to a point, I was thinking, hmm, I should also uh, consider, you know, setting up a proper entity so that I could start approaching clients um, to work on bigger projects. So that's when I started uh, Rendu Private Limited. That was... Um, at least three years plus back, three Mm. years back. So, yeah, at that point in time, I was uh, expecting. Um, When I incorporated, it was in October and then in January, I gave birth to a baby boy. Mm. Yeah. So, um, in between, I was, you know, conducting a few courses for the public on entrepreneurship. And, um, you know, along the way, after I incorporated the business also, I continued and I, I saw a trend mm. in which uh, a lot of ladies came to learn uh, on to, to learn on this workshop, right, called Steps to Starting a New Business. So this was a really popular workshop um, amongst ladies. Mm. So I got curious, I chatted with the ladies, try to understand their profile and background. Um, I I realized that many of them left the workforce for quite some time and they thought, you know, because they couldn't go back um, and entrepreneurship would be the next best option for them. But surprisingly, after attending the course, many were still afraid to start a business. Mm. So that got me thinking, right? So what's the point of attending class (laughs) and you couldn't apply what you've learned? Um, so, that's pretty sad. And some even said, okay, maybe I pass on the notes to my husband or my son. They'll take the lead and I will support them. So, that's quite sad. Uh, I did some reading up and, um, and look at some statistics uh, about women entrepreneurs in Asia. And um, yeah, I, I realized that... that uh,
0: when we are losing you
1: yeah. am I lagging
0: okay, now you are back, okay, you were saying
1: okay, okay, yeah, so I was saying that um
0: you did some research I
1: did some research, yeah, and I um found out that um. Or even developed developed regions like Singapore, it is not about the education that we have the resources, which is um, which is there. You know, we we have resources, uh, we have education. Uh, we're able to get help from government agencies. There are also a lot of um, funding schemes available, but these factors do not motivate women to start a mm. business, especially women here in mm. Singapore. It's not about that. But um, there are many uh, their decision-making and that would be things like the community, um, whether they get support from the people around them, um, also uh, gender biases. Mm. So they're expected as mothers to take care of the household. So either you're working full-time or you are taking care of your kids full-time. There's no in-between mean as to you know you should start a business it's just not it's just not an option Mm. it seems to many people right the understanding is not there by the family members but that's because the family members don't know more as well because they are not entrepreneurs themselves they don't know what are your chances of succeeding Mm. so the mindset is quite fixed so it's a fixed mindset not a growth mindset so that's quite a pity And therefore, I created HER Entrepreneur, an omni-channel media platform where we inspire, educate, and empower women entrepreneurs and Mm. leaders across Asia through our free online content, video and written content, our our monthly HER Learn Come networking sessions, Mm. and then now our yearly HER Asia Summit. and uh, Upcoming on 6th November is HER Malaysia Summit, Mm. right? Um, so we're trying to create these cross-border opportunities because we also realize that women tend to sell businesses amongst yeah. themselves. <laughs> so, like you mentioned about anything wrong with uh, network network marketing, yeah. right? When when we think about network marketing, how women sell this sell their um, uh, items or right. right. products, it will be through the people that they know. Mm. Simply, just that the friends, the families, the relatives. It's nothing wrong with that. But mm. if you keep doing that you will um and you you stop growing new leads right it's always the same people Mm. and these people may not be sincere customers yeah they are just there to support you for that time being and um although there's nothing wrong but there's certain you know um there could be some preconceived idea about what what that that business entails, right? Mm-hmm. Network marketing. Yep. So there are some uh, connotations about about this, right? right? which may not be so positive. So um, so therefore it is important that uh, we create this um, network mm-hmm. of uh uh business owners who could potentially um be connected or so <laughs> they can be connected. Um, you know be it for potential partnerships, yeah. um, as potential clients, you know, um, or even like distributors mm. to help them grow yep. and to know people from different regions, different parts of Asia. I think that is also important mm. and uh, to learn to come to a platform where they get to meet and greet and learn mm. from very successful brands and business owners. Um, and with that, you know, that could Give them a different perspective to how they should be running their business. Yeah.
0: Wow, that that is really really a very deep introduction of yourself and how everything started, and and, and something that I I find that intrig- intriguing is like in how how long was uh Bandura was founded? How long ago was that?
1: Since uh, twenty sixteen. Twenty
0: sixteen and uh. HER entrepreneur, you started in 2017, right? Yes. Yeah. And, and the um, most amazing thing is. Yeah, so after now, I gave yeah. up. And... and now the most amazing thing is you're now doing cross border. You are already reaching out to the Malaysian market and to connect um, the, the women entrepreneurs uh, together over at, um, in, in Malaysia. You just did one in Singapore. It's, it's really amazing because, um and, and also you, yeah. you did the virtual summit uh, early part of this year, uh, where um, thanks for inviting me, oh, yeah. uh, for me yeah. to be involved. Which you were yeah. mm. So it, it's, to me, it's, it's in such a short period of time, you have achieved so much, you have built all this. Um, what would you say contributed to this uh, growth of HR entrepreneur, especially in such a short period of time?
1: Mm, there are a few uh, factors so before H E R Entrepreneur came about I already had this um, thought to do it but I hesitated for oh. for some time to be honest because you know being in the corporate uh, world for quite a while you are trained to um, to, to do things that that work really work mm. you know and uh, to bring you revenue right uh, so you you can't try and error so much in, right. in the corporate world it's like can it work and if not can it yeah. if it does continue
2: yeah. you
1: know is it's, it's like that but in your own business um, when you first start out you're like a startup Mm, you still yes. need to calibrate a little bit. You still need to find where the niche is. Mm. You still need to experiment. And you're not a corporate. So you can't think like a like you know those corporate days. Yeah. So this is something that um, I learned throughout. And there are a few things that spurred me to, to, to move because just like most people, before we became entrepreneurs, before mm. we decide to do something. There will be a lot of hesitation. Yeah. Men and women alike, I believe. Mm. Um, Human beings. procrastination. Until something personal happened. Mm. And and that really um, got me thinking, you know, I should just do it. Ramp up. Time is short. <laughs> <laughs> right. So um, so 2016, towards the end, I uh, founded Rendio and then January I gave birth. Um before you know before that before starting up the the company there were there was uh, quite a bit of um, you know hesitation because you know um, it's, it's just something that even my friends community people around me um, it, it's hard to get advice right I, I didn't know any uh. Mom, premier, so to speak. Hmm. I don't know um, many uh, of such, right? Yeah. So it's difficult to ask very personal questions. Um, so the the something personal that happened was that um, um, you know, my dad passed on out of the blue, you know, suddenly. You see,
2: Sorry um,
1: it, it was unknown, but of course, uh, uh, when we were told that it was uh. Uh, cardiac arrest. Okay, mm. this was what we were told. Okay, so to me, um, time time is something that we, we we really have to treasure. If we keep hesitating, the time just passed. Mm. You see, you know. So then, what's next? Yep. More hesitation, more time wasted. So I decided, okay, this is something that I would like to do, um, just to help. Uh, or let's see if there is a viable business model as well. But I couldn't tell until I start, right? So I I launched HER Asia Summit in 2017 itself, the very Mm. first year on my own. Mm. At that point in time, I did not hire staff as well because I wasn't sure. You know, I wasn't sure and I don't know whether it will work out. So I dealt with the program production Mm. to marketing to sales, everything. everything. Uh, Sales from delegate sales to sponsorship sales, website update, speaker acquisition, Uh venue acquisition. Only the on-site, I managed to get staff, get some temps to help me, some part-timers to Mm. help me, interns, that sort of thing. But before that, it was purely on my own. Mm. And I didn't know whether I could make it. Of course, when I started to talk to people, uh, entrepreneurs also, fellow entrepreneurs within the circle, and to be honest, most of the entrepreneurs that I know until today are mostly men. To be honest, yeah. <laughs> mostly men. Um, yeah, so, the the feedback that I got was, you know, why, why do you have to do this? Mm. Singaporeans won't pay, you know, that kind of amount to go for a summit. You know, we are so spoiled for choice. Everything needs to be free. Mm. Um, why do it? So, I also thought a few times, right, I, I thought, to myself, oh, oh no! <laughs> so maybe it's just a waste of time. Wishful thinking. Why do this? So step by step, I went ahead, create the program, create, started you know inviting speakers one after another because I had people don't know my brand, people yeah. don't know me, right. to be honest. And to take that first step, it was really challenging. People would be wondering, what the, what are you doing? What is this platform about? Nobody understood so it was okay Um, after some time then the program was firm the speakers were in and i decided to okay now it's time to do sales reach out Mm. to companies and see if anyone is interested first year you know um um before before event happened right i was telling my husband um you know previously in my corporate role if if we don't hit the targets, right? Because I give myself a target. Mm. Also, if we don't hit the target, we will can everything we do. <laughs> we should can the event, right? Um, so he told me one thing. You know, if you don't do now, when are you going to do it? Yeah. If not now, when? Right? If you don't build something now, then when? And you're not, you're not a big corporation, so people don't know you. Mm. If you intend to do this, just do it properly. Mm. What happens if you cancel it then your speakers will be so disappointed, mm. <laughs> right? Um, just treat it as marketing cost. a well, marketing cost is high, right? It's a yes. risk <laughs> because you have to pay the venue and all that. That's not cheap at yeah. all. You, and um, I had to sting a little, right? Uh, just to make sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, F and B, everything. The the hotel, F and B, everything wow. covered. So, um. Uh, not simple Uh, I I had to make the decision so okay got a few sales in but didn't meet my expectations uh, my targets but with his uh, advice right (laughs) um, I thought okay let's give it a shot let's give Mm. it a shot and see how it goes okay so on the first year I did it we got some feedback Mm. and feedback was positive right that they never seen this they they we thought it was something refreshing mm. and uh, some even give us a feedback that we should do something more frequent, mm. you know, um, so that people can come together more often rather than wait one full year yeah. for the next event. Um, and some people even asked, do you have a membership program, which we never plan to do those mm. things because we don't operate like an association yeah. so but it is through those feedback that we continuously improve mm-hmm. so after the first year we've got the second year we work with more organizations the government we gain more trust from the community um you know after which we also launched the HER uh, membership
2: mm-hmm.
1: just to just to provide monthly sessions it's, it's not really about profiteering much yeah. to be honest mm. uh, because it includes so many things it includes the monthly stuff mm. the fmb yeah. the venue costs. Right. so it's more work than the revenue it's not really you know so uh, but we believe in building that whole ecosystem the whole community so that mm. people can um, can contribute to one another it's not about just being in a community where you just keep receiving. Mm. Some people feel empowered because they realize that at a certain stage, mm. they start impacting other people's lives by giving yeah. them advice also right. about their life, about their business, many other areas. And to be honest, HR Entrepreneur has uh, grown to become, um, firstly, more regional. So we used to we used to be more Singapore-centric.
2: Mm-mm.
1: Now it has become more regional yeah. uh, because of the outreach. And secondly, it has become more inclusive and diverse. So you see men in all of our sessions, mm. all of our networking sessions, except for International Women's Day. Mm. Other than that, other than that, we see men. Okay, and we make we make it a, a well. It is a conscious effort to ensure that our program also do have diverse mm. group of entrepreneurs from various backgrounds, be it industries, male, female, and different communities. Right? it's not just about the top 10 in Singapore it will always be the same few people yeah. that any other SME platforms mm-hmm. can also provide But people from various communities mm. so um, yeah that's that that's is, uh, that's. I hope I answered your question yeah, yeah, you and did, you how did. I grew yeah, uh, what yeah
0: you did because uh, w- while you were saying all that right it just I, I, I totally resonate because that was what uh, What happened this year? Uh, because this year I took a leap of faith to really do a mompreneurship workshop, uh, which is like hundred percent mompreneurship, and a lot of people I had, I had all that um, people coming to me that kind of like you, I must be crazy, like you are a guy, you're doing this, uh, uh, doing a mompreneurship workshop and all that stuff. I was like you when you did your first uh, summit. I was doing everything, uh, that I could. Um. Like from marketing to I, I just lack of the, the the sponsorship stuff because it was too uh I started I think planning everything in, in January and the show was in end of March. So it was it was really crazy and after the first one and last minute about two weeks before the my workshop, uh the venue had to change. And I was I totally freaked out. I was like, Okay God, please help me, please help me. So that really thank god uh, I called a friend and immediately I secured another venue which is just opposite the, the original venue. So everything goes well like like you mentioned the feedback was really really good um uh, that's why with all those feedback I did my second one uh, in in the in the same year um which is in September. So uh, it, it just drives, like like you mentioned the the first one really do not make money you don't profit for me you barely maybe even cover the cost or so uh, but for second one i would say that it was really good because when when you were sharing with, with me you were sh- uh, sharing on how you started hdr and all that i was like wow i've walked that path and and it's really not easy um and doing it all alone i guess that satisfaction is there and also get to get this model going like like a lot of people are adopting you, but you have this gut, and you keep on pushing, and you have this vision, you have this belief of forming this HR entrepreneur as what it is. Like Like the feedback you have from, from the participant is they never had this type of summit before or this type of event before, which is why you started it because you have not, you, you as an entrepreneur, you have not seen something like that. That's why you want to create this, and now you're going regional you know, in such a short. Time span of two years. Uh, that is really, really mind blowing. And and you and you have just shared with us the journey of entrepreneurship. Even among entrepreneurs, uh, you also you might not find the like minded ones, people that believe in your vision, people that are as passionate as you in, in your vision. Especially for those uh, speaker that that um, came on board to really believe in your vision of creating this summit. Like for me, I'm very, very grateful for the the, the speakers that volunteered the time to really come out for, for my workshop. I, I really really thank uh thank them for a lot. I believe you you would really be grateful for them if if not nothing can start. And the best thing you have uh you have your husband that is behind you, which is the most important thing to support you, to give you that push. For me, I was I was lucky that I got uh got a, a nudge from my mentor to do this uh second workshop which I I had a lot of I would say a lot of challenges. So so talking about all that right I understand that entrepreneurship. So after forming this does it help you personally as entrepreneur? Uh, because now you have this network of women entrepreneurs or H uh, D members and all, all that. Does it help you as an entrepreneur?
1: Does it help me as an entrepreneur, or does it help my business, um, personal growth, in, in business
0: in any growth? ways, in any ways that it help you? Because like for me, uh, having the mompreneurship workshop, right, it helped me personally as an entrepreneur. I get to network, I get to be able to advise, I get able to coach, um, mothers, uh, in their business and all that stuff. I'm able to contribute at the same time. I'm able to see them helping me helping me at the same time to, to spread this word. So how how, how does uh your your HR's, uh summit help you
1: mm.
0: in terms of yeah, personal so growth of business?
1: Initially was uh, when when I first yeah so when I first started it was more of me mm. uh training but now it has progressed to Getting much more experienced people mm. sharing, and these experienced brands or big brands are able to discuss on things at a very different level. Mm. It's no longer how you start, but once you start, what you're gonna do. Then in the next phase. So every year is different theme, mm. and uh, now we're talking about digital transformation, yeah. digitalization, scaling up. So we want to challenge. Uh, entrepreneurs and myself, mm. right? I mean the the inspiration from them will encourage not just my audience but mm. also myself. Yeah. So it kind of helped me also see things in a very different way mm. of how I used to see things mm. or how you know even before my business, how you know previously my company run. So we we kind of can be able to compare mm. what are the different strategies, what works best, the thing outside of the box. Um, to think what are some of the modern uh, business models Mm. that we can adopt, right? Um, It has definitely helped me grow um, in that aspect. And also, people now learn from bigger players. Mm. You know, it's no longer me. It's no longer me. I'm just providing a platform for them to connect. And um, of course, I'm, I'm really glad that people start to form partnerships, people Mm. start to connect with one another um, to do business through my platforms. Mm. And that is the main purpose of it, right? Um, When things happen and they will remember, oh, it happened because of HAR, Mm. be be it the summit or some of our casual sessions or through introductions. And now we also have a digital play, a digital platform Mm. where we have launched Uh, at the summit itself, uh, the app where people can start to connect with one another. Especially people who came for the summit is no longer just connecting during the summit. Now Mm. it's after the summit, they could continuously connect with each other. Everything is, um, you know, in one place. They could view contents and whatnot. Uh, We promote businesses too. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we, we push ourselves to the next stage because we learn from people who are quite brilliant in, in running the business. Hmm. So that kind of uh, helped me, you know, uh, moving to, to move forward to the next step, next stage, hmm. you know, rather than being stagnant. Yeah. I mean, if you're always on your own, right, working on silos, working on your own, <laughs> um, and you, you, you don't have inputs from people, yeah. then uh, y- y- you only follow what you you know, right? Yeah. The, the path that you have designed hmm. but once you are enlightened by others you will mo- you you may move in different directions or you right. may start to experiment with different things hmm. i think that's really powerful in in business because you won't know what really works until you try
0: hmm.
1: um yeah and whether you know you can scale further yeah
0: well I, and, and you just mentioned something that uh which is very important for a lot of entrepreneurs especially in the journey which is to network and with platform like HCR Entrepreneur, I believe that there's also a lot of um, uh, platform out there that people can um, network together. Uh, which is also very important for everybody's growth. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times I, I see entrepreneurs, they play in the same playground every time with the same people. They are not connecting with people like you mentioned, the bigger players, the big boys. Because when, when, when you talk to them, they are at a different level. That's why for me I as a as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, mm-hmm. I love to go networking. I love to go for networking sessions that uh that has uh international, I would say international rich example like um networking session or, or talks, seminars or, uh held by uh WeWorks, Just Co, where they have international uh, entrepreneurs co in the co-working space. So at least you learn and you know more about other countries, you know about other Form of business model, and that that is really really important. That helped me a lot. Um, even like you you were saying that people grew through your platform, like a lot of times a lot of um people will ask me hey, how can I start a business without a, a without um capital. Like building a platform like that is really at a very very low cost. And uh, what you have solved, uh, what 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 your business is is basically you solve a very big problem and you encourage people to network and to be able to learn and grow together as an entrepreneur. And especially in today's era, you cannot stop uh, stop learning uh, to, to grow as an entrepreneur. And so, and, and we, we we kind of like know a lot about the like entrepreneur um, that with this platform you grow on your own. How does it um, like transiting from entrepreneur because you started your business when you were expecting I believe that you were still running a business until you gave birth uh, and how does it um, transform you in any ways, um, maybe mentally, uh, emotionally, especially after you became a mom and running this business, how does it uh, affect you in any ways Maybe you can share with us?
1: Mm, how, mm. I hmm I never thought
0: that change anything. You know,
1: before you have a kid, you never thought it would be possible. Hmm. You you just keep fearing, right? So I told myself that things have to move. Hmm. It can't be because I have a kid, therefore I give up everything. Hmm. Um that should not be an excuse. So most people will use family, having kids as as an excuse, as an escape or or an excuse to not do anything. It Mm. can be not to work. It can be not to start a business. It can be and then yeah, anything, right? And they use this as an excuse that it is a life transition. Mm. It could be they want to spend more time with the kids, correct? But I don't see why (laughs) 24-7 you should be staring at the kids.
2: Mm. You get what I mean? The yeah. kid can be
1: beside you, but you're working. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that.
2: Mm-mm.
1: So, um, it, things cannot be at a standstill because of something. Mm. And we may not be able to juggle or balance perfectly. Mm. And, and I think there's no such thing as being perfect. Yep. How to be perfect, correct? Yeah. Um, while staring at the kid twenty four seven doesn't make you a perfect mom either.
2: Mm.
1: <laughs> so it's it's a mindset change, um, and I grow to realize that things are possible if you want it to work. yeah, it, yeah. it may seem impossible. Mm. It may seem like how can it? How can it happen? No, you know, j- just because majority of the people do it in a certain way yeah. doesn't mean you have to follow right. you can find a way to make an arrangement of course with some support
2: mm.
1: right um, but it's whether you want to or not you know to make that 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 change mm. okay although it may be challenging it's whether you want to challenge yourself it, it can be challenging and you don't want to challenge yourself you can just slack. Like.
0: Mm. And and something
1: that
2: I, mm-hmm. I I'm just curious.
1: that I'm
2: losing
0: you. Can you hear me now?
2: I just you, I, hear you.
0: Rene, are you there? I can hear you. Yeah, you can hear me but I don't see that you're moving. I can hear you. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. But that the the screen got hanged.
1: Oh, I can hear you.
0: Yeah. So uh you were saying? Okay. Yeah, I cut you. Sorry.
1: Oh yeah. Uh um from where did
0: you do you hear
1: me too <laughs> i
0: lost you quite a bit
1: <laughs> lost me quite a bit mm, you say how it transformed me right? right
0: right yeah that means you were yeah. you were thinking so, that you you can do it nothing is impossible
1: um right you heard too yeah so um you may think that it is challenging um but it's whether you want to be challenged or not mm. and whether you want to take up that challenge or not. And once you take up that challenge and if you're able to make it, if you're able to survive, you, you manage to do it, then you know you have maximized your capacity and your capabilities mm. as a person. And you know, next time when something happens and it's less difficult, you know it is possible to do it. Mm. Obviously, because you never tried, right? It's human nature. You never tried and you think that having kids is so difficult. So I've seen, I've heard, I've heard conversations between uh, women entrepreneurs. Yeah. Some decided to do away with having kids yeah. because of business or yeah. because of work, because of career or some got pregnant and then they, they, they abort the kid because of wow. a career, because of business. I don't think I don't think you know it, it should be done that way. It should not be Affecting. either this or that.
0: Yeah, Why can't both. they
1: both coexist? Yeah, yeah.
0: Totally it agree. can be
1: both. It's just that maybe it's not at the speed that you want. Hmm.
0: The expectation, I guess, that is yeah,
1: Maybe it's correct. Yeah, expectation. So you need to manage your expectation, right? You want to hit you know that, yeah. that target over here. Um, but you have something here. So maybe Mm. you do your best, maybe you're here, right? But you're still moving, yet you have something. But if you give up on something that is so precious, something that, you know, as a person, you you feel that you should be doing and Mm. then you give it all up for a career. So it's only one thing Mm. and the other is is gone. So it will never end, right? Career will never end. Money is never enough. But time time is short. Yeah. Hmm. So you want this and that, you know, you, you just got to balance. Hmm. There's no perfect world.
0: Yeah, uh, and, and and I realize that uh, when you say that right, that happens a lot, especially in developed countries. Like the mindset. Um a lot of Singaporeans want to be overachiever. They want to overachieve let's say I want I want to overachieve in my career, I want to overachieve as a parent. But like you mentioned, why can't both of them coexist? Like for me, I've been working with entrepreneurs for the past 10 over years. I've seen a lot, maybe in my circle. So a lot of times, um, as definitely majority are are not entrepreneurs. That's why they feel that it's not possible. But I'm I'm very very um intrigued by you having that mindset of challenging challenging. Like what what, uh, what struck you that you have this kind of mindset? Is it something that you were like that when you were young or is because things happened and suddenly you felt that you should do the, the things now instead of waiting till things happen then you start to do something? Is that something that hit you or is is really from young or you just felt that now time is not enough?
1: Yeah, I just feel that time is not enough. Of course the something that hit me was my dad. Me- mm. Very sensitive to time. You know, somehow somehow
0: the realization. It, I'm not
1: saying like every every moment, every minute, but I'm yeah, the realize being very sensitive to time mm-hmm. that um we never know um what's well, gonna happen yep. tomorrow. Do we not want to leave a legacy behind? Mm. Do we not want to do anything at all?
2: Yeah.
1: Um, do we just feel like doing something but decide not to because of fear? Mm. Or what's 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 to be fearful of, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, then then you will compare what mm. what is really fear starting a business, really fearful or losing something, <laughs> losing someone, yeah. you losing yourself, <laughs> or or what? You know, you, but when you have that 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 clear when you when you start analyzing like this, you realize that what's this? This is nothing much. You just Mm -hmm. try. If you really cannot, you know, of course, we need to do things which are commercially viable, Mm -hmm. sustainable, something that we can survive long haul. Um, It need not be something that we can make profits on day one, which is not possible. You know, if we think this way, you you will never be an entrepreneur. Might as well work Mm -hmm. because the moment you work on day one, you actually, (laughs) you know, you're earning something. eh? Every month, you're earning something. Right, yeah. and you even have bonuses as a business owner. You don't give yourself bonuses until <laughs> you're settled with everything, yeah. right? Paying your staff, doing all the marketing stuff, things that you prioritize, and you're the you're the last person that you prioritize, so to speak. <laughs> but for some concept, some models, some entrepreneurs will think otherwise. They'll say, "Pay yourself first, mm. and pay others later."
0: Mm. That that, that there is could be uh, people uh, like that. There yeah. are entrepreneurs
1: who think that pay yourself yeah. first, buy the nicest car, <laughs> buy the biggest house,
0: mm. and,
1: and then you leave the rest. <laughs> what's left mm. to the rest?
0: I guess so it's it, the different school of thought, uh, and and especially it depends on who is teaching that. Uh, like the pay yourself first. Uh, is something that I learned mm. from uh Robert Kiyosaki, which that for that we talk about pay yourself first. There's a lot of emotional. Mm-hmm. Uh, effect on you if as an entrepreneur, because as an entrepreneur, you mentioned that a lot of time you you don't you have to pay a lot of things first before you pay yourself. But emotionally, you are not able to sustain mm-hmm. over time because you don't feel that uh you, you you are like kind of like a very poor thing. You're not getting paid, You're not getting uh all that um all that rewards because you put in so much effort. And that's why I, uh, on top of that, right, I implemented something that I learned, uh, which is a JAR system, uh, which is to put aside like 10%, uh, what we call the the, the fund money. That means the money for fun. That means 10% of your income. Put it for that. So every month you get to spend that 10% to, to, to buy yourself something, to treat yourself something, so that every month you have a reason for you to go. Because I also see a lot of entrepreneurs don't do that. Over time, they felt that they are, slaving for their business until the end they, they couldn't even uh, emotionally be stable. Yeah. So so like like you mentioned, um I, I, I realised that today, although the topic is the journey of entrepreneurship to mompreneurship, but for you it it became as one because nothing is impossible. And you just keep on doing, keep on trying and keep on um how should we to make use of it and build a legacy. And that what, what pushed you forward. And and I, I believe that things happen for a reason. Life even for myself, uh, w- why I'm doing what I'm doing is because of me falling into depression. And um, that really hurts me a lot. And I was not happy for a very long period of time. And, and it affected my daughter, which really cut through my heart and said, why am I doing this to her? Why am I uh, not talking to her? Because one day she t- came and talked to me and said that, Papa, how can you stop talking to me? And that really struck me. And that was when I came into realization that, hey, like why am I slaving for slaving myself for a, a job that does not appreciate the effort that I put in as a salesperson? I brought in most of the sales and the top sales in the team, but why am I not getting the recognition and being appreciated? So in the end, I just left. And I, the reason I left is I want to be more happy. And in fact, I became happier. I spend more time with my children and all that stuff so like you mentioned the time is really important like the time that i lost in that two years of employment even before that i lost the time when i was in banking in that two years total of four years i lost that four years with my daughter which is the cutest like which is the cutest at that moment i lost that and that's where i came to realization and that's why I'm doing what I'm doing because I want to build a legacy, uh be for myself or be for my daughter. But it's that purpose, that passion, that drive us. Like like for you, I believe that you are called upon to do this, to build this platform to benefit so many people, women entrepreneurs, uh, uh and now it's across uh cross border, regional and it's really really inspiring. And what what started What is your bigger dream after this, like like after HR Summit, Asia Summit? What is your bigger dream? What is your next biggest challenge, the next biggest challenge for you?
1: Biggest challenge is really conquer Asia.
2: Yeah, it's possible.
1: Yeah, and and to really do well and create a very sustainable business model that mm. that um that is long term uh, that is that makes sense, right? Mm. Um, I I always admire like the lights of one championship. I always,
2: yeah.
1: Uh, I always look at that as a as a role model because yeah. um Chatri created Evolve, right? So yeah. Evolve is like a a a center, a training center. teach people how to fight right (laughs) so it all started from there it's just a you know like a fitness center and then he created um, uh, the one championship uh, ring you know for people to compete Mm. and that's where he really built it is like a a spillover of um, of in terms of branding Mm. in terms of um, sales, right? I mean, because then you increase the the branding mm-hmm. uh, of the evolve, yep. right? Which is the fitness center. And he he got so much funding that mm. he's able to do his shows. Um, he got funded by so many players. Mm. You know, the concept was basically, you know, if you apply it in 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 our context, yep. uh, of course, I I would see him as like you know, um, maybe that is the direction to go. Mm. How can we make this phenomenal how can we make this like an asian thing um you know are we able to think of more creative ways to to make this much more interesting yeah. such that you know people want to watch people want to uh, pay attention to mm. pay money to even <sighs> watch you know that sort of impact right and and, and at the same time you know we're a social enterprise right so we are an impact business yeah. um, so we want to also uh, continuously give back mm. but i realized that um money is not not the best not the best uh, way to give back mm. to um uh, you know people who may want to help right. because it it can be really short term mm. yeah so what we want to do is to provide free training programs to low income families to marginalized women them to upskill themselves, yeah. right? They don't have to pay to learn, but you know, um, we can provide it for free. Yeah. So we create this um, it's not just an ecosystem of people of a certain level, but we mm-hmm. should also impact uh, those who cannot be up there yeah. and bring them, uplift them. Alright you know
2: Empower so them. if we
1: can uplift more people yeah and impact people across asia not just in our region mm-hmm. that that really is a a dream come true yeah. so you know um entrepreneurship can be at very different <coughs> level mm-hmm. um people who who do very small small business just to make ends meet yeah. you call them entrepreneur yeah okay maybe at at that low level or people aspiring to be entrepreneurs so mm. they they're here at this level. But yet at the same time, there's middle level people yeah. who have started a business, but they don't know whether it can be sustainable. So we need we need to provide opportunities for them to sustain their business mm. and then to reach that next level of growth. So once you reach the next level of growth, you have a lot of competition as well. How to be better, mm. how to be, how to beat the rest, how to differentiate, right? Um, how to be a leader in this space. So to create this one platform to hit the different segments Mm. of the entrepreneurs, um, especially female founders, even female founders who are at that level, a lot of them tend not to want to go to business gatherings um, like uh, SME, Mm. forums or tech conferences because they're very male-dominated. Mm. So we want to create a safe space in yeah. which it is still diverse and inclusive. And yet at the same time, they feel safe enough to want to dare to raise their hands at mm. least, to ask a question. Yeah. Because to them, is this their safe space. Sorry. This is meant for them. Mm-mm. They don't care who's there, but majority, they are there. Yeah. Uh, in many cases, the opposite, right? Yeah. So... I, yeah. I, I, so I really truly really, really love
0: impact love your impact. love your vision. Uh because uh what you are looking do doing is more of what we call the visionary leader. Uh you have that vision, like what you mentioned, uh, like uh Chhatri, is it Chatri Chatri uh the the founder yeah. of one championship uh, in fact I, I, I heard him spoke on stage about his story and it was really really inspiring uh, he just had that dream and he want everybody to be a champion in their country so he, he I think he said um, I think he drew an illustration of someone uh, a child from this emerging country uh, and he became a, a champion overnight and he just bring the whole country up like the glory and all that stuff. So when he said that is he just want to uh, help people like that. Like you mentioned, you help the low-income to be able to see their life, to be able to empower them, to, to live a better life. Like that, that, that small kid that won a championship in, in the championship in the, in the country, that really bring up the glory of the country. Even the whole state was, was, uh, was being, uh, being highlighted throughout Asia because of that one championship platform. The same thing I, I guess goes for your uh, HER entrepreneur, that would be the platform to really bring that, that entrepreneur, that female founder to be recognized throughout the, the region and that, that is really inspiring and you have inspired me a lot because um, what we are doing is is something that most people will not take that route but we were caught upon too, to, to, to take that route and uh, thanks, thanks a lot uh, for sharing so much of your journey as an entrepreneur and how HDR entrepreneur is born. It's very inspiring. And time really flies, and and are uh, really good that that uh, I have you to share a lot of golden nuggets, Renee. And uh, maybe you can share with us how can uh, the audience get connected with you.
1: Um, they can get connected with me on LinkedIn. On social media, um, you know, it can be me or HER, up to them. On LinkedIn, you can find me, Renee Tan, right? Um, on Facebook as well, same mm. thing, you can find me there. If you like to be updated on latest events or content, you can go to HER Entrepreneur, her entrepreneur, on Facebook, Instagram, and um, on uh, LinkedIn as well. Mm. So you can search us up. Yeah. Mm. separately if you're interested in more of the corporate services then that's rendeo.com mm. yeah so thanks.
0: yeah thanks a lot Renee uh, so for those who are interested to connect with Renee I've included uh, all the links in the description you can take a look at it if not um, do uh, reach out to me do PM me and let me know uh, you want to connect with Renee I will send you the details for you to get connected with her so last but not least renee now uh, we're coming to the end of the show and it's your turn for you to ask the question of the day out to the audience and also to the next guest so what is your question of the day
1: question of the day to the next guest is um what is the biggest challenge that you are facing and what can help you overcome the challenge okay very simple very generic <laughs> but if in okay, case you, you can't think of any there are options like yeah you have options
0: okay so like, i will repeat um, the question okay, of the day so maybe, from you mm, which is mm. what is the biggest challenge and what can help you to overcome this challenge am i right mm. Okay, so this question goes out to the next guest and also to those the audience who are tuning in. Uh, thanks for those who are still tuning in and logging in. Uh, let us know what are your answers to Rene's uh, uh, question of the day. Do post it in the comment section and uh, Renee and I will be very, very uh, happy to receive them and answer them. So uh, last but not least, Rene. What is your last advice for the mothers who are thinking whether they should pursue their passion or they should step into entrepreneurship? What is your last advice for them?
1: Um, it's easy for people to advise you to just jump into it, okay? People who have done it. But first of all, look at yourself, okay? What you hope to achieve and... What is the capacity in which you know how much time or money you're able to lose uh, for you to start this business? And give yourself a timeline if you really want to start a business, you give yourself targets and the timeline. And um, these are milestones. If you hit this milestone, good, you can move forward. If you don't hit this milestone, what is your next alternative I think we just have to be practical it's all about planning it's all about being strategic in what you want to do it's not about whether I should do it or don't do it or just oh just go and do it but uh, plan ahead be strategic and give yourself milestones and timeline to follow right only you yourself know best okay what you can afford to lose and what you cannot afford to lose right um and uh, yeah, if, if you know that clearly, then you know um, make sure you you do whatever it takes, okay to meet your targets. Then with that you're able then with that you're able to uh, make the people around you feel comfortable mm. yeah, uh, with what you're doing and uh, you know they will support you even more your family members or whatnot they will support you even more um so with lack of vision with lack of planning with lack of knowing what to do and just doing things it's not gonna work yeah
0: wow that that's a really a very very good advice and very thoughtful advice, uh, from Renee. Thanks a lot for your uh advice to all the mothers uh, who who thinking whether to should step into entrepreneurship. Thanks uh once again for making the time. Uh, thanks for all the golden nuggets. I really like this um this session review of uh, of you sharing so much in depth um thought about your entrepreneurial journey, even and in, into mompreneurship. Thanks a lot. Uh, once again, um for agreeing to come onto my show.
2: Thank
0: you. Yeah, thanks a lot Renee. So for those uh who are tuning in, uh thank you for watching Mother Industrialist Live Show where we talk about entrepreneurship, parenting and life. And I cannot hear signing off with Renee time. We will see you in the next episode. Thank you everyone.